This is the Floorball Guru Podcast, episode 49. Welcome back to the Floorball Guru Podcast. Today we're going to talk about uh, floorball equipment, starting store, retail, kind of the process and, and, the, and the impact that that's going to have on the sport in the long term. Now, uh, if you didn't know, and, and this has slowly been kind of getting out there, uh, I'm launching uh, into retail and I'm going to actually start selling uh, my own branded uh, floorball sticks and equipment uh, with a focus on just giving people kind of the basics, what they're looking for to get started, to get going, and uh, kind of get off off on their own two feet and, and push forward from there. And, and the process has been an interesting one because I initially, when I started Floorball Guru, had, did not have much of an intention on, on doing a retail operation. I know the challenges behind it. Um, at the time, it wasn't necessarily something that I was interested in, had the capacity to do. Uh, and, and frankly, I was more interested and focused on building the sport, building education, uh, doing what was needed to just kind of develop content. And it, it's taken a few years to kind of get to this point, but I feel like uh, given the conversations that I'm having with people, and kind of where I'm at as far as a business is concerned, I felt it necessary to start uh, because I was getting a lot of feedback from people asking about equipment and uh, from a customer service standpoint, didn't feel like I was able to effectively uh, serve the customer uh, better. Uh, And at the same time, while there are other floorball businesses out there and I had made some connections with them and um, and I think everyone's doing a great job pushing and doing, doing their kind of their own strategies and their own thing. My emphasis, I think felt like, you know, I would do a lot of the legwork, um, to, to get people excited about it and then pass them off to somebody else. Um, but those somebody else's maybe weren't necessarily, uh, investing back into my business into what I was trying to do, and so I didn't feel like there was necessarily um, that um, give and take so much in a way that I felt like it was it was worth the time and the effort. So I kind of decided in spring of 2019 to at least consider looking into it. What would be the process? And and I had kind of been doing some basic research on the process going forward to, to see if this was something that was I was able to do, that I had the capacity to do, even wanted to do, um, because you know, we're just adding extra costs on top of everything else. But what, I've, what I'm hoping in the long term is that because of the, the work that I'm doing with teaching classes and, and hopefully educating other people, that this opens a door to just more people getting involved in the sport Uh, and frankly i don't particularly care where somebody buys their floorball equipment Um, i think that the key is that they're they are in fact buying floorball equipment playing the game learning the game and then ultimately teaching the game as it was designed and and the importance that the sport of floorball being different from floor hockey uh, and the equipment is such a big component to that Uh, and and i think people it's hard for people to kind of see that in the moment and it's not until they either get their hands on it or they have an opportunity to play that they fully understand why the sport is is different enough to make an impact. Because 
I would argue most people really like hockey, the even playing it. Um, floor hockey in school tends to be the most popular activity for from very many people, um, and and I think too because when you look at floor hockey being uh, so popular throughout our you know history, specifically within schools as an activity, but that it hasn't necessarily branched out into. Uh, well, I don't see floor hockey leagues, uh, you know, things like that. You know, let's go from school playing it, maybe in college, a little bit, depending on where you are at, and then beyond that, nothing. And there's, I don't usually see a lot of leagues popping up, promoting and building that component to it. It's just kind of always a, you know, kitsch, this is fun, let's do this. But in the end, there isn't too much growth with that. Um, and, and I think those that are seeing that are going to start seeing a shift away from floor hockey uh, in the long term. I, I honestly believe that. So I think a lot of it starts with the retail game. Uh, the education game is really important, but got to have uh, options and, and the ability for people to to buy the equipment, to get their hands on it, to see it. Uh, will we see it in, in big box stores? Um, not anytime necessarily soon. You know, I mean, I know depending on like a hockey type store that may end up having floorball equipment um but you know will you see it at a target will you see it at costco will you see it at some of these larger retailers maybe maybe not and i think the key is you know the online retail and and looking at the other platforms that are out there and so i think we're going to see more more of that coming out as more and more people start to uh kind of get into this space because they see the the potential uh for it and i think for me personally uh, the retail is not not my main focus. I mean, obviously, I got the equipment. I'd love to sell it. I want to get sticks in people's hands and get people playing. Um, but I think for me, it's more about the opportunity for, for people to play, so creating opportunities to play. And I think they, they go hand in hand. So if I'm starting educational classes, I'm getting people excited about playing the sport, learning the sport, the next logical step in that is they want to buy their own equipment. I've seen this time and time again. And so for me, in my own classes, having the ability to, you know, for a parent to come and say, where do I buy a stick? Well, I've got sticks right here if you want. If not, here are some other resources you can go to. Um, you know, again, provides opportunity and options in the market for uh, for the parents uh, and kids. And, and I think that that brings a lot of value in the long term. And I think we're going to continue to see more people kind of jump into that space because I think they, they also see the value in that. Um, and I think, too, it, it's, it's, you know, if you're a business, you're looking for multiple revenue streams. You know, if you're, if you're a business and you're doing one singular thing, that becomes really challenging in the long term, especially if you're looking at a developing sport where, you know, people aren't necessarily jumping to buy equipment right away. You kind of have to walk them into that process. And you do that through other means, classes, camps, leagues, uh, tournaments, those kinds of things. And then the, the retail is just another component to that. And that's kind of been my focus is, again, we build on the education. I teach classes. Uh, you know, Then I built it into, into running leagues. Um, still, frankly, working on camps and trying to figure out that. Uh, same with the league, trying to expand uh, so we can continue to do more with that. Um, uh, my book was the first kind of retail that I that I stepped into uh, a little bit, which is, which I've really been pleased with the response from that. And then uh, now looking at sticks and sourcing equipment, balls, bags, kind of basic entities to get people the kind of their first 
kind of taste at it. And then, you know, where does that go long term? Hopefully that means we're, you know, developing higher, some higher end stuff, uh, looking at uh, kind of where we can continue to kind of make a potential impact in the sports world. And, you know, it's not a magic bullet. I can tell you that much. Um, you know, it's one of the biggest things about starting a business that if you, if you've done it, or if you've ever wanted to do it, there's a lot of, a lot of uneasy and fear behind it. You know, you're, you've, you know, if you've got the money, great. If you don't, there's, you know, you're going to have that debt and trying to, to avoid some of that debt as much as possible. Um, and that's one of the things I think for me and my strategy, focusing on do I have multiple revenue streams coming in uh, to kind of offset some of those costs or lower those, 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 uh, those debts and maybe open things up to doing more makes a big impact. Uh, it's the same as you know, I haven't even really touched into looking at ads and sponsors and, and things like that on the website and the, you know, the podcast and my weekly newsletter that goes out. I mean, there's, there's a big reach for people that are, are kind of interested in the sport and are following what I'm trying to do. And, and I love, you know, everybody that's following what I'm trying to do, even on, you know, whether it's the podcast or the website or the store, the book. Um, my blogs, kind of social media, whatever, you know, really appreciate and, and, and enjoy having conversations with people. And, and I think the best part about it is they're all fans to some degree, or they are potential converts into being fans of, of this sport. And that's kind of where we're at, where you know, I get so many conversations and emails with people that are just curious, what is this? They're starting to see, it's starting to have that kind of impact and people are looking for those things. So, you know, anything we can do to just get people excited and playing and having fun, to get kids excited to playing and having fun uh, is really the focus for me. And, and you know, that's, that's the beauty of it. And the best part is, is we haven't even scratched the surface of what this, this potential could be. Uh, you know, we, we haven't even built the pie, if you will. And so, you know, anybody that's out there that's trying to grab every single thing and be the sole person, one, good luck. Uh, I don't see that happening because um, I think the market is so big that, you know, we're going to have a lot of people kind of jumping into the space as we grow and build. And then eventually it will get to that kind of climax. And then from there, it's everybody starts kind of going at it. So it'll be interesting on the retail side as we see more people get into the space or we see companies from overseas kind of coming in um, and, and kind of doing what they're doing. But again, a lot of people are, are basically just sitting and watching and waiting. And they're kind of, that's the, the interesting part is having conversations with manufacturers and, and other businesses that everyone's kind of just waiting, you know, and that's, that can be a little frustrating because if people were investing and building into, into the sport and what that potential could be, we could be a lot further ahead. But they don't want to because, of, you know, they don't see the where it's at right now. So we really, as a sport, need to do better, and especially in the U.S. and even in Canada, um, about continuing to raise that education and awareness uh, on top of what's already being done, which is good. Uh, we need more of it, and we need to capitalize on opportunities uh, to do that, like the World Games in 2021 uh, in, in Alabama, and, and being able to host uh, international tournaments in the U.S. and Canada again and continue to build. But, it, it, you know, those things are great, but we need to be building at the local level, getting people started, getting businesses started, getting people up and running, whether that's franchises or, or starting programs, this or that. But we need to have all those things kind of happening 
as we push forward. So it's it's definitely really exciting times. Uh, you know, I've 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 been at this for a little while now, and it's been really fun to see the evolution over the time that I've been doing it, and uh, just just really excited to see kind of what's happening. And you know, for me, looking at launching my own uh, brand and line of, of floorball equipment is really exciting. It's a little nerve wracking, but uh, you know, I think in the long term, it's it's going to be a fun project. And uh, you know, we'll just kind of have to see where it goes. But you know, if you if you do listen to my stuff, you follow me. You know, please check out my uh, my online store. You can find it on my website www.floorballguru.com. Uh, if you have questions about anything. Feel free to reach out to me, David at floorballguru.com. Find me on social media at floorballguru on just about everything. And we'll just continue to keep pushing and continue to grow in the sport. So, you know, do what you can. Reach out. Talk to people. Let's have some fun with this. And more importantly, as we go through, we learn and we grow. Keep playing and keep floorballing.